This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host, and this is episode 189. This week, I'm catching up with Deputy Food Editor Adam to talk about the technique of smoking food to add layers of extra flavour, and he explains how easy it is to do at home using just a basic barbecue and some flavoured wood chips. Hi Adam, thanks for coming to talk to us. My pleasure. And today we are talking all about smoking, because in our March issue, we've got a fantastic feature um, on hot smoking, written by Dom, um, our uh, chief sub and production manager because he's a big fan uh but also you collaborated with him on it didn't you with the, yeah. some of the practical sides of the um the cooking sides of it so so you're well placed to talk about it exactly but first of all let's just talk about smoking i mean it's one of those things that uh, smoked food just seems to go through every single culture doesn't it yeah i mean traditionally it's used as like a preservation yeah. um technique so yeah like nearly every food culture will have some element of it throughout it yeah because i i was i was curious about that um because apparently Apparently it's antimicrobial and mm-hmm. it's an antioxidant, but it's not sufficient alone for preserving food. No. So, because um, the smoke doesn't penetrate far enough. Mm-hmm. So basically it's that usually combined with some kind of curing or drying yeah. process, which is why you get, you know, things like pastrami, yeah, which has been brined salmon. and then smoked salmon, which has been brined and then smoked. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of the combination, but it's, it's a really, really old process. Mm. Um, and it seems to go through so much of, I mean, especially like British cuisine, um, you know, we've got kippers, smoked mm-hmm. Arbro, um, Arbro Smokies, yeah, yeah. which I smoked haddock. Um, and then you were telling me earlier about whiskey because yeah. you're half Scottish, so you know all about that. Well, yeah, no, I know a little bit about it. Um, I did a little bit of research because you asked me up upstairs and I was like, I bluffed it a bit, but then I thought I'd go and look. Um yeah, so in uh, like sort of the islands and the and, and the highlands of um, Scotland, where I think it was like something like twenty three percent of Scotland is peat, right? Um, and um, before they actually make the whiskey, they take the barley and they dry it, yeah, and they use peat fires um, to basically dry it, mm. you know, quickly, and um, that smoke really penetrates the grain and then goes and gets you like a smoky note through your through That's your whiskey. That's when you get those really. Some people might say quite challenging. Yes, whiskeys. they are the challenging ones. Yeah. Do, do you like them? Uh, yeah. Depends what mood I'm in. And they're not my favourite. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes if I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, sometimes you just fancy having something a bit yeah. challenging. But yeah. But I mean, I guess the thing about smoke is it does add all those extra layers of flavour. Mm. Um, so let's just talk about um, the experiments that you did with Dom. Because we we decided in the interests of people being able to do it at home, that hot smoking was probably the easiest because yeah. there's two different types, isn't there really? There is, there's two different types. Yeah. The two, two is, is, is hot or cold and at home, uh, hot is much easier because you, you basically just use the same vessel for your heat source and your smoking. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're cold smoking, you need to have the heat source somewhere else. Yeah. And then you basically pipe the smoke. Yeah. You're funneling the smoke through because it has yeah. to stay below a certain temperature because you, you're actually in cold smoking. You don't want to be cooking at, at all no so, you don't want to change yeah. the temperature like the, the smoke will be warm yeah. but um yeah you really it's don't like want to be 30 degrees i think yeah so, so things so. like smoked salt smoke because you smoke butter mm-hmm. you, you don't want to be melting them or exactly. in case of salt that would just melt as well yeah or for like cold smoked salmon I mean, you, yeah. you just want you kind of keep the cure but add the smoky note yeah. without actually changing the texture of yeah. the flesh and all those kind of things and there's a lot of um 
Oh, you do have to be a little bit careful about when you when you buy smoked food. I think there's some dodge stuff out there, which mm. is actually just uses liquid smoke, which yeah. is like a fake smoke flavor, isn't it? Yeah. So the very best stuff will be smoked and Properly. would have had time and a craft yes. applied to it as yes, well. Hopefully. So hot smoking, mm-hmm. what do I need to go out and buy one of those massive American big <laughs> truck I mean, things with like You could, <laughs> but you don't have to. Um yeah, that's what I think you know, during the whole conversation when we were coming up with this was like it has to be achievable at home yeah and so we quite literally went and bought a 20 pound barbecue yep. kettle barbecue just you know like with a lid you with need a, the lid then because you want the um circulation of exactly smoke. Yep. um yeah with a lid and uh, just one grill and yeah we basically then set about trying to smoke some stuff yeah um so we chose to do um chicken wings yeah and ribs um because one's fast one's slow to That's be honest um and wings are pretty forgiving but then the ribs are like more of a more of a more an advanced challenge, I'd say. So it's like oh, it's hard to overcook wings, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. you can, but you, I mean, you think <laughs> really, really crispy, but you know, even they're, they're they're still delicious. How many how many goals did you have? I know you were out. We we've got um we've got a, a kind of backyard at the back of our offices. <laughs> yeah, we me and Don spent a full it, day um, signed off by health and safety. Yeah, but there was risk assessments done. <laughs> Uh, I knew I had fire extinguishers. It's like the most prepared I've ever been for a barbecue. And it was in January. Yeah. Um, so me and Dom got our hats, gloves, scarves, jackets, and went yeah. and had a barbecue out the back. And we, we can we could see people looking down into the, like, it's like a forecourt, and people mm. looking down and saying, like, what on earth are they doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, and you came up smelling quite like a bonfire. Yes, um, <laughs> people were raising eyebrows and looking at us because we stank <laughs> of smoke. That is the one one thing is that yeah, you will inadvertently kind of smoke yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, for if so basically you've got your kettle barbecue, yep. and then all you need is charcoal, right? Um, and then there's you can smoke without these two things, but um, you can get these um, like smoker boxes, okay, which is basically like a sealed metal box right. that you can put the chips in, and then you put that onto the coals, and that means that the it, basically the, the the box heats up, yeah, and then they sort of smolder slowly, yeah. So you control that like amount of smoke. And the box got, the box has got holes in it, presumably for the yeah, smoke exactly. To get it has, out. It's like perforated all yeah. on the top, but all around the other side is yeah. is. Um, sealed yeah um so basically that means that you get more smoke from yeah. your as opposed to just putting the wood chips on the fire themselves because which then means they that, would like immediately well not just immediately you, you get a you lot get a of smoke. smoke you get yeah. a lot of smoke very but quickly it, it goes quickly so it's, it's one of those like you know Control six of things. one half and doesn't yeah. you may as well have something which is slow and you know ticking along yeah um or you can buy i think they're called small smoking coils oh, okay. and basically imagine a fuse yeah. you know how like it literally just sort of burns away really slowly oh, so and like yeah yeah so basically you light, like a spiral like a spiral exactly and you light like one end uh, yeah exactly you <laughs> light one end and then it really slowly trickles along and you put that in the barbecue yeah. and it will slowly trickle along and it'll like usually last for one or two hours um because one of the issues really is timing isn't it because mm. we talked i i had to get dom to clarify this to me because he said you you, you don't want to i I've actually experienced a, quite a lot of oversmoked mm. foods. I went on a press trip to um, to Iceland, and one of their traditions is obviously um, drying, um, brining, preserving by smoke. And um, I ate a lot of very, very smoky. I've, I think we had smoked guillemot, which was yeah. <laughs> which was an experience in itself. I bet it was. But like, it literally was like ashtray. I mean, yeah. it was so so harsh that by 
the, the sort of last time someone presented me with something that they said, oh, this is traditionally smoked, I could feel my stomach yeah. cramping yeah, yeah. with the thought of it because yeah, it was yeah. just too much for me. Yeah, and, and if, if you do take smoke too far, it is acrid, really. It's, it's acrid, bitter, yeah. it's, it's acrid, and it is, you know, you're just, you're, it's not, it changes from being delicious to being like, this is yeah, not yeah, something yeah. you should eat, yeah. you know. Um, but there is... You know, that's the, the two. The two are quite far apart for yeah. me. You have to like to smoke things for that. Is probably like a traditional way to make sure that they yeah. were safe to eat. Whereas and probably now, they were just hung over a fire, and you know, exactly. maybe in like I don't know what they used to live in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> little hut. And uh, so yeah, but it, in a way, like that's why the smoking is such an art, and why things like are both smokies, or you know, we every year we do um, Christmas. Um, food supermarket awards on food awards and we always try smoked salmon and the difference in quality often is between someone who's given something a really gentle smoke and Mm. something that just slaps you around the face with too much smoke so i mean there is a real art in how you control that yeah so in the case of the box you would just be taking it out of the um barbecue once you are happy with the level of smoke or yeah. once you've given it how i mean what what timing are we looking at like half an hour an hour maybe um i mean for the wings you'll pretty much smoke them for the entire time which was like about an hour because the, yeah because that's a fast cook because it's a yeah. fast cook um but for the ribs uh two or three hours and then finish them i think it had four our ribs had four hours in total wow. we smoked them for, for about two and a half but yeah. with the box it is much lighter yeah. than like just adding chips to the charcoal yeah if you're doing that you, you wouldn't you don't need to do like maybe yeah. 45 minutes because okay. the the amount of smoke in the chamber would yeah. be way more intense so if you're just putting the, the chips onto the thing you, you at some point you just stop yeah. you don't need to take it away because it'll just burn it'll just itself burn. out anyway. yeah yeah and i think it's quite important as well um because dom does mention it on the recipes that you that you do have some kind of temperature control like oft, mm. often within a barbecue because t- temperature gauges aren't that expensive so no. often barbecues will just have one in, in the, the lid. kettle lid yeah. or you can actually buy one pretty cheap mm-hmm. i think for less than a fiver yeah, yeah. Um, online just to keep just to know what your food is cooking at and yeah. like to know that your your temperature is consistent as yeah. well i think that's, that's really important if you are gonna hot smoke things at home yeah um because <clears throat> Really, you want you want to do it quite slowly. Really, yeah. Um, you can't get smoke into things quickly. No. So therefore, you want to cook the thing slowly to get as much smoke and sort of you know keep the a nice level of smoke yeah. as well, like not too throwing everything at it. Yeah. So you want to try and keep the temperature between. Some people say a hundred. I think that's too low. That's like really low. That is quite low, yeah. isn't it? That's um, just... But uh, yeah, one twenty, one thirty yeah. is usually even like one forty if it's you know. But then the barbecues are tricky. Sometimes it'll be up at one forty and you have to open it, and it will you have to like jiggle it around, jiggle it bit. around a bit yeah. with like the opening valves and, and you, you can know. always use our favorite tool which is the instant read thermometers exactly. which are a bit pricier but honestly they're so good yeah <laughs> i think like for you know i think it's one of these things that people think chefs are just you know squeezing me and uh, oh, is it? no no they all have instant read thermometers <laughs> yeah. and you just jab it into the middle yeah, yeah, of the meat yeah. and it tells you exactly where it is and what it's doing save my life a few times <laughs> and, and, and mine um and yeah i think if, if you're if you're serious about cooking meat anyway, I think yeah. it's, it's an invaluable thing yeah, to have yeah. because, yeah, you, you literally can see what's going on on the inside. Yeah. You know, you, the, the temperature relates to cookedness. So mm-hmm. um, when we were cooking the ribs, we wanted to take them past 80 degrees, which is when the collagen um, yeah. starts sort of breaking down. And that's when you get really, like really tender, nice. tender yeah. meat. Um, so you know when it's up at 81, 82 that it's going to be good, even from the feel, you should know mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. 
Great. So what? tell us about the um, the different woods that you used as mm. well, because you did, I mean, the, looking out there, there's, there's quite a few different ones, isn't there? There are, there are. And, and basically it's really, um, at first, a flavour profile. Right. Some woods have different flavour profiles. So like hickory, it tends to be... That's a strong one, isn't it? It has a it? strong flavour. It's, it's got that hickory. bitterness. It's got that slight mm. acrid. So that you have to be pretty careful with how you use it um and then there's like you know beech and oak which are general just smoky smoky woods you know they'll just they'll give you a real nice deep flavor and then if you go into sort of the more the fruit trees like Mm. the cherry the apple um they will have sweeter notes and will complement different things i love the idea that you can just tailor your wood to your meat or your your vegetable in fact because actually you can smoke quite a few different things 100 percent, yeah yeah something like um i think we saw um uh, richard who's one of our vegan writers was doing uh celeriac steaks mm. something like that would be great yeah it, you want something dense enough to be able to like absorb the flavor or yeah. aubergine maybe aubergine, would be a great definitely. one yeah cauliflower as well stuff does you know because if you get that smoky char on a cauliflower anyway mm. so adding that sort of actual wood smoke note would be would be really nice as well oh. Well, t- talk us through the um, one of the recipes then, because I think you've got the. Let's talk about the cherry wood smoked chicken wings. Chicken wings. How 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 are they prepared? How do you how would you do that recipe? Um, okay, so with for me, when if you're going to smoke anything, a marinade is, yeah. is really important because um, sugar and liquid on the outside, like any sort of like oh. salt on the outside of yeah. the meat, really helps absorb. Um, smoke. So we basically just put a little marinade together for the chicken wings of like paprika, a little bit of sugar, onion granules, uh, salt, chili flakes. So that's Um, like a dry rub. Like a dry rub. Yeah, exactly. Barbecue polance. And then, you know, gave them a few hours. um, And then to prepare the kettle barbecue, I think it's really important to talk about is indirect cooking. Okay. So we lit lit the coals, but we banked them all up on one side. Right. And basically what that means is, is that you have a hot side and a cool side of the barbecue. Yeah. But with the lid on, the heat kind of, you know, transfers around oh, okay. in a circle. Yeah, so yeah. it becomes an oven and the heat transfers around. Yeah. But, um, but the when heat's it's, coming from all sides because you're not directly over your coals. Yeah. So right? then you would put your wings on the other side to the coals. Yeah. So this is like, the, you know, classic, yeah. like explaining <laughs> something on radio. But, um, and then it basically isn't getting really intense direct heat. Right. It's more getting heat from the oven. It's like the coals are a heat source as yeah, opposed to. Yeah, I understand that. A so it's kind of all, all round heat and stuff. Yeah. And you've got circulation around as well. Yeah, and that that really helps you to slow cook things. So mm. basically, it means the temperature is lower mm. um, for for the wings themselves, so they can basically cook through before they right. caramelize, which yeah. I think is one of the classic British mistakes: is whacking stuff. Oh, it's just burning, the... just burning it, yeah. just throwing it on and burning it. My yeah. I, I think I'm a big fan of the like poaching things first. Yeah. My brother-in-law's taken it to the, the degree. The, <laughs> well, he poaches his sausages, which actually is a really good idea because poach the sausages. I mean, blanch the sausages yeah, and then, and then just, you just literally, literally finish them off in enough. two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I know you're looking at me like well, it's something that's so high in fat that you, you. I mean, you can just like you know tickle I think them along. Your, your way is probably better, which is just like you know you you <clears throat> you use your barbecue a bit more like a you're controlling where you're moving all of the yeah. food. 
So, you know, that that's that's much more instinctful, isn't mm. it? And maybe like once you've had a barbecue for a bit and experimented with it, you get better and better at that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So what's this what's the sprain of that? I notice you spray the well, wings with some apple juice. Yeah, so we have half apple juice, half um with a little bit of um apple cider vinegar. And mm. it, this is basically encourages the smoky flavour to cling to the meat. Mm. Um smoke really loves moisture really yeah um so if something's got either like a sauce or a glaze but unlike, like these chicken wings were it's sort like of like a dry yeah, yeah so basically the sugar in the apple juice helps them caramelize as well but the liquid yeah just basically means that it just like really yeah. clings to you yeah yeah the, the wings so then once the once they're they're on the the barbecue that's when you spray them yeah and then you just close the lid and then you go through your cooking process yeah so like we, i think we did about 45 minutes yeah um, and we sort of move them around because some will be closer to the heat source yeah. and might need to be swapped and turned yeah. and moved around so they're all cooking and then you basically you, you could almost see that they were cooked the you know the the, the meat had shrunk back from the bones yeah, a yeah. little bit there was like this there's fat bubbling underneath nice. the skin and that's when then you move it over to the direct side and then finish, and then it finish them over the, the heat source right. like directly and um, to get that color yeah. so that you know that they're tender and pull up, fall apart in yeah. the middle and then you just get the skin crispy at the end. So it's really lovely and crispy. Yes. And I'm so hungry now. I missed that. I think, I don't know where I left early and yeah, I missed. Yeah, you had to go somewhere, I think. Yeah, we had to do, go off and do a podcast. Um, but anyway, no, that's brilliant. So if people want to find out more about this, um, the March issue of Olive Magazine, which is out right now, mm-hmm. has got all that information. There's some really brilliant handy tips from Dom. And there's another recipe for oak smoked rack of ribs as well. Yes. So that's great. I've learned quite a lot, Adam. Thank you so much for coming to chat. No, no worries. So that was the Olive Magazine podcast. If you like this episode, please review and rate us. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to find out more information on things in this episode, you can visit our website, olivemagazine.com. You can pick up a copy of our brand new March issue on the newsstand now, or why not take advantage of our brilliant subs offer and get five issues delivered for only £5. Just go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash Olpod, that's O-L-P-O-D, to get the offer. After your first five issues, you automatically pay twenty ninety nine for each six issues, but you can cancel at any time. T's and C's apply. So that's it for this week. See you next week when we'll be back with more food and drink chat.